say welcome to this spectacular episode of Congregation. I'll fucking say it. It's too late. It's already recorded. Now you have to start over. No, we don't. <laughs> We ain't starting this. This is a spooky episode. <laughs> Shut up! Listen, I cannot leave. I cannot stay. I need to go. It will not snow. <laughs> it's not gonna snow. It's October. <laughs> when did you write those? When Sunset Overdrive came out. <laughs> Eighth grade, when I wanted to be Eminem. <laughs> Yo, you wanted to be Edgemeister the third? <laughs> yeah. I want to be a fab god. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> okay, but Sunset Overdrive. Are we yeah. still going with this recording right now? Yeah. Are you doing this? Right. Yeah. Way to break the wall, man. You already did! Broken, breaking the wall of reality. Yeah, like we need to restart. Reality doesn't exist. It's edgy. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, Mike didn't get Sunset Overdrive, so it'll just be me and Danny! Yeah! Yes. The game is fun. I enjoy the living. Fuck out of it. I especially. You enjoy the living? Yeah, but it's uh, it's Devil's Night, the night before Halloween. You gotta enjoy the. Hey, Dumbledore said, "Pity the living." (laughs) (laughs) Sunset Overdrive is about um, what was the company called? Fizzle. No, but that was the drink. Fizzcorp. Oh, Fizzcorp. This brand new, spanking new company, Fizzcorp. <coughs> energy drinks. Yeah, they were selling energy drinks, and the energy drinks turned people into mutants because they drink too much of it. And they went through government procedures, blah, blah, blah. I'll leave all those because it's actually a really funny plot that I don't want to. Don't spoil I don't have it. It's really a colorful game. The movement is pretty good. Uh... I Rob would say to probably get it. Uh, well, no, never mind. Well, Rob, Rob could have say... said that. What do you want? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, speak for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I <coughs> and I just want more multiplayer modes right now. There's only one. Is multiplayer that what Polter Daniel oh, wants? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm Jack Daniel Polter. No, Polter Daniels. Polter Daniels. <laughs> I don't know. I lost it. <laughs> yeah, this is a scary a... episode. <laughs> He's gonna wear a fucking cape to school tomorrow. I have to wear a jacket now. But uh, what would you rate Sunset Overdrive? Eight point eight out of ten. I'd give it a nine. I'd give it an eight point eight. I feel like those points. As be... much as like getting used to like the jumping mechanics, yeah, to get used of, to like... it. It's a good learning curve, which most yeah. people probably wouldn't have expected. You out need of the to game. jump and build up a combo meter to activate your powers. Yeah, I was just playing earlier and I got to 267. I was really upset when I lost that combo. But, yeah, um. Why so fucking cool? Hey, man, you don't have the game. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're a fucking faggot. Hey. Uh, but this game is fun. Tone it down. down. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you guys? It's fun, but, uh. Yeah, it, it's fun. It's ultimately fun. Yes. Okay, you said fun four times. If the game is, <laughs> is fun, it, what am I supposed to say? It's fun, fun, no, fun, I have a better fun. question. Is it fun? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I don't know. I like, that's all the game is. It's fun. It. It's not like... You said... We it's, not, have a meter. it's not supposed it's, to it's, have any... It's, it's, it's up to 10 to... now on Rob's fun meter. <laughs> it's supposed to be for, like, the good aspects of culture, pop culture, basically. Like, yeah, but is it fun? In the first ten minutes, it makes a Breaking Bad reference, which I won't actually say what it is, but it does, it makes a lot of really good references. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, the, you get, there's, um, there's, what I like about it is that it's a bunch, it's a culmination of a bunch of different mechanics in the one thing. You have amps, which are basic skills, and you have overcharge, which are another layer of skills. You have a weapon wheel, and then there's a horde mode with traps, and as you go through main story missions, there's a bunch of little mini-game type of things that are really creative and unique, and especially the multiplayer mode, Chaos Squad, where you basically get to a mission, you do that mission, whether it be collecting points, killing things, defending this objective, whatever, and then you vote for another one, and that all leads up to you defending vats like you do in the single player with a bunch of people. There's eight people. To what are vats? Squad. You just... 
That, sir, <coughs> things that store overcharge, which makes the OD of the mutants come after them, and you have to defend them because that's what's used to cook amps. And <clears throat> basically, while you're always doing that with those eight other, the seven other people, <coughs> you have. Wait, I lost my chance. Hold on. Choo choo! <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Mike's right. over here oh, making yeah. faces. I got on his back. Batman cape and I got it back. All right. <coughs> and also with the multiplayer mode. So while it, you have like this seamless like working together towards a common objective, it's competitive. You earn points, and the person with the highest points gets the most rewards at the end. And I've never come in first yet because it's incredibly hard and really up to chance. So. Yeah, but it's it's really fun. <coughs> the game uh, will probably 11. we're up to eleven. The game will probably keep you tied up for maybe thirty hours or so, uh, if you you know are just someone who wants to get through it and you know minimal exploration and everything. Thirty hours is probably the. Is it a collection quest at all or not really? I'd say no. it is. Well, actually, Ratchet and Clank really wasn't about. I mean, I know it has it's insomniac. If you want all the amps, you'll go out collecting the material you need. Okay, that's pretty much it. Yeah, but yeah. So buy it. Buy if you have an Xbox One, definitely yeah, buy, buy it. it. It's yeah, the it. game to Fuck own for yeah. Xbox. Until the Master Chief. Probably like the comes first out. real game. It's the first. It like, is. Rise, Son of Rome. Yeah, that, that was no. That was a six. Right. That was a six out of ten. That was fucking terrible. You played it. Well, six out of ten. It was like quick time event. The game. Oh yeah, that's how everybody knows it. Um, I'm the only one that could probably talk about WWE 2K15 because I know you guys are. But did you get it? No, but um, a friend of mine got it, and um, I heard a lot about it. The roster is really small. You know, it doesn't have all the great (laughs) superstars you're probably looking for, and um. But does it have the Ultimate Warrior? No, does not. It has a Sting pack if you pre-ordered the game, which a uh, few people know Sting. He wasn't ever in WWE. This is his first time appearing in anything WWE related because he was always with TNA. But um, the last gen version was definitely a botch job, and the next gen version coming out next month is definitely going to be way better as expected because, you know, they're just trying to get these out now so people that have those systems still can have, you know, that experience and get in on it. <laughs> but actually, I'm really happy they're starting to stray away and start developing games on um, next-gen systems because, um, what's that game? Dying Light, they canceled the 360 and PS3 version. Oh, yeah, that's right. And now they're putting the full attention... Which is weird because they didn't do that last generation. I know. They stuck I'm, I'm around glad, for a little bit. I'm so glad this is finally starting to happen. And I feel bad for those people, you know, that are fortunate enough to not have those systems. But, you know, if you had the systems, you'd understand. It's annoying for us because we've had the systems for a year. And, you know, they're not giving the full attention that, you know, certain games deserve. You well, know, we're obviously not. We're never going to have, like, another launch, like Nintendo up and coming, coming out with games we've never played before. Because the gaming market is has solidified itself. Mm-hmm. It's not going away anytime soon. <laughs> so the games we're going to get when these consoles start launching... They're going to be mediocre at best because they're fast-paced. Yeah, most fast launch rushed. games, I mean, you got to expect them to be mediocre, but really, we've had a big drought. I mean, Tomb Raider Remastered was great, but, you know, that was yeah, already... Remasters are, that was yeah, already that was already an out. out game. Um, Infamous Second Son, that, that was, was, that that was, was a good the game, first must-have for not, PS4. But it's, not, yeah. it's still not the heavy hitter yet. Yeah. Little Big Planet 3... Um, will hopefully be the first. That's gonna be yeah. a That's gonna be oh, yeah. my favorite. I'm probably. looking forward to that game a lot. Uh, also, Order is gonna well, be a heavy. The yeah, thing Order, is, is, though, Order is gonna be way more than heavy. The thing oh, is, yeah. though, it's not gonna be as, you know, like, <clears throat> like a solid experience. Like, for me, I've probably put in, like, at least 1,200 hours. In well, the game didn't come out yet, so you don't I know. know. <laughs> no, but there's always a trend with these user-created games. 
where the levels, the community, once they start finding niche stuff, they'll start making the same levels over and over again. It always happens. Yeah, but we're, we're that's the community. We're, I'm talking about like a solid game experience. But yeah, but that basically, Little Big Planet basically centers around the online community making levels. The story is typically short and not going to last you long. The the main, well, no, not necessarily. There is people out there that like to create their own levels and play them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also, the yeah, new characters... Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if are you guys going to actually create? Because that's, like, the beef the Well, beef Project the Spark game. made me want to start... I'm going to actually start creating. I just haven't gotten around to really playing it that well, much. I, and I used to create in the first I've, one. I've been working on my research paper, so that hasn't been a lot of time to really do I, a lot if of... If you really stuff. do... If you guys want to create for Big Planet 3, I can teach you. Alright. I'm probably one of the best people... To be taught from, considering I have QM and picks some of their. I want to experiment with the new guys a lot. I'm really looking forward yeah, to that. Yeah, me, me too. The new mechanics. Odd sock, are... toggle, or odd sack was it? Or odd sock. Oh, I don't even know. No, maybe it was odd sock. It was odd. Sock. Either way, they're all cute, and I want plushies oh, yeah. of all of them. Yeah. Oh god, I can't wait for a little big planet. That's 3. gonna November is gonna be killer for a while. November oh, yeah. is great. Lego Batman three is gonna be everything really good. that's coming out is like within a week. But of I have to wait for exactly, Christmas for all those great. titles. The fourth to the eleventh to the eighteenth, you know, it's just mayhem in our wallets. And then the twenty first, who smashing fucking Pokemon in the same day? In the same day, and that's what? upsetting because I'm gonna be in fucking South Carolina. Those I'm days. not. I'm gonna be here without a Pokemon because I spent my money on Sonic Boom, Halo, and everything else. Pokemon man to get that's uh, gonna pushed that's to gonna Christmas. have to be wait. That might be I'm not pushing Pokemon to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'm not pushing it to Christmas either. Maybe it'll be like a December pickup, but... Yeah, hopefully, but I, I don't really see myself having too much by then. Because Comic-Con really just wiped me That's out. why I'm glad I didn't go. No, it was fun. Even if you didn't go, you fucking still get wiped out easily. Oh, yeah, just by anything. So much stuff. Alright. Um, Favorite horror movies... Ooh, it's hard. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really say specifically number wise. I mean, maybe we could do. Just, you know, we'll just talk <laughs> about the ones we just like a lot. Yeah. yeah. If we can keep listening, then we keep listening. We won't go overboard. Ah. Uh, the ones that really stood out and la had a lasting impression. Do you want me, or do you want? Um, to? I like Evil Dead a lot. Oh, you want to start? Yeah. Right. I like Evil Dead a lot. It's like it's one of those. Cult classic, cult, for sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's a definite cult classic. And I'm talking about both Evil Deads. And I'm, I'm not talking about one and two. I'm talking about the regular Evil Dead and the remake. The trilogy was just amazing. It is, and I'm glad it's getting a lot more attention as the years go by. Oh, Bruce Campbell uh, said over the summer he wants to make an expendable sign. Yeah. It'll be like Terror Drum, which is a horror fighting game that you can download right now. The game has been completed for a little while. Really good game if you're into horror characters and stuff. But, um... Yeah, it's going to be that transitioned to a movie, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, and hopefully, if that happens, he'll, hopefully he'll get the go-ahead. That's going to be crazy with the whole licenses and this and that and all the legal trouble that could happen. Yeah. That's going to be nuts. But if that does happen, I'm going to be very excited. Seeing Freddy and Jason again on screen along with like Leatherface and Michael Myers will be really cool. Or Pumpkinhead. Any of those characters. Halloween's also a really good one. I mean, I'm not talking about, like, the botched-up sequels. I'm talking about, like, the original Halloween. Oh, yeah. That definitely left a lasting impression. That movie speaks a lot to me. Like, the whole scene where he's, like, just standing there in his clown outfit as a kid with a knife. That yeah. just... That was so, like... I don't know. That It was powerful. Like, a lot of people just look at it as whatever, but that scene was just, like... Yeah. It stood out for me, and I'll never forget that after he, you know, just killed his sister like that in cold blood. It's just, wow. But, um, yeah, what else? Evil Dead, Halloween, those are definitely some classics. Um, I haven't really watched most of the Friday of the 13th movies. Yeah, I've, I've, only, watched, I've only seen all, two. I haven't finished all of them. I've seen one, two, three, four. I think I finished around the Psychic Chick or Manhattan. I don't remember which one. There's one there was a Psychic Chick, and then he yeah. goes to Manhattan, and he fights a boxer. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it started getting really comical. I mean, it's always yeah. been kind of comical and cheesy, and that's what I love about those movies. But um, yeah, it, it was getting like real silly. But my favorite horror movie of all time: Day of the Dead. No, yeah. Dawn of the Dead. 
Was that the Dawn one with the in the mall? Mm-hmm. Dawn of the Dead is the one with It's so powerful, the message that's conveyed throughout the film, that even if mankind survives the apocalypse, they don't win. Well, here's the thing about that. It's what anything zombie-related, whether it be Walking Dead or, you know, Neither Living Dead or just George Romero's zombie films in general, anything like that, where do they go from there, you know? Like, don't. all the earth has been wiped out, or even, like... All they do is keep Joel surviving. And, yeah, uh, Ellie's case, like you know, what do they do? Some in their if, case, they try to hop by the fear. If they stop the infection, and humanity, <laughs> you know, I guess quote unquote one, you know, it's like where do they go? They have to. Repopulate. They have to rebuild and repopulate. That's the only thing to do. That's our basic instinct is to survive. Everybody's <clears> gonna be screwing like wild animals, though. Pretty much, and like the basically, government's gonna have us have like sanctioned out to like fuck people. Are we basically. still in the Last of Us universe here? No, we're just in, like just zombies, zombies and zombies the in whole. Well, because there's so many different. But all zombies, anything zombies have been portrayed in, they always have a different approach to it. That's, and that's what I like about zombie films. They're yeah, like one will done be, differently. One will be um, sensitive to noise, some aren't, you know, there's a lot of uh, factors that go along with that. Yeah, and some walk, some walk slow, some run. Oh yeah, like 28 days later, they run, they're like, those weren't even zombies though, really. I don't know what they were. They were like infected. Yeah, but some monkey, yeah, I know. (laughs) Which, which I don't really like, I don't like how zombies have become like, infected mutant type. I like them to be zombies. Jumping up from graves, coming out of the ground zombies. Yeah, and eating brains. Brains. Alright, so is that uh that's that's it for me. Alright, do you wanna go next or you want me? <coughs> oh wow, I have a lot to say about favorite horror movies. First off, I'm gonna have to start with Night of the Living Dead just because it kicked uh or you know, jump started the whole zombie craze. Um, George Romero pretty much invented the modern day zombie with that movie, and that movie has a lot of funny moments in there too. Like where they're like, "I'm coming for you, Barbara," or "They're coming for you, Barbara." Yeah, they, they get really crazy. Yeah, and the Frankenstein type zombie comes out and he's chasing her. Well, not really chasing; he's walking real slow. But that's funny about horror movies. The pursuer will always walk so slow because they're they're smart, like. The other person is going to run out of breath, run as fast as they can, trip, and then they get fucked over. Yeah. And it's always, like, prevalent in everything, especially the slasher genre. Yeah. But, yeah, Night of the Living Dead, definitely one of... I'm wearing the shirt right now, actually. One of my favorite horror movies of all time. Uh, Alien, I just rewatched that the other night. It's another classic. Oh, yes, yeah, I We got Alien. one of the best characters <laughs> in cinema history. <coughs> Ellen Ripley is an all-around badass. And she inspired Samus Aran, which is one of my yeah. favorite games. Well, characters from Metroid, you know, favorite uh, series uh, in gaming. So Alien definitely did a lot. The Xenomorph is a really unique uh, uh, creature. Uh, I really enjoy his design, too. His or their designs. <laughs> in Alien, yeah, that's a running joke. In Alien Isolation, we like to call the Xenomorph Ted. Rob likes to call him that a lot. He's Ted. Come on, man. He's, he can't do Is he much. cuddly? Is that what he's it is? Cuddly. Like, look at that head. You know, I like hiding under a table and then shooting somewhere when he's in the room so he can come get me. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I want him to get me so bad. Or like in a locker, it says, hold back to breathe, and I'll let go. And he rips the door and he just needs <laughs> you with his second mouth. <laughs> but yeah, Alien, uh, definitely lasting impression. Um... The environments were just haunting. Well, it wasn't supposed to be that way. I mean, once the Xenomorph got aboard the Nostromo, that's where it, it was just like a haunting atmosphere because, like, you never knew where he was at. You just heard... Oh, him. wait, no, I have to change my horror, favorite horror movie. You just reminded me of The Thing. I'll get back to Alien in a sec. The Thing is just... Wait, original or 80s? The original. Uh, the 50s one? The thing? There was a 50s. There was a 50s? Yeah, thing? that was the original one, and then the 80s is the one you probably yeah, remember. Yeah, the, the one from the 80s. It's. Yeah, actually, the one after that, I think, the... in 03. Uh, or, no, 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 more recent. I think it was 08, 09. 09, yeah. But the, the 80s, 80s one. Yeah. 
the atmosphere is just oh that's a classic it's haunting it's it gets to you mm. as, as soon as they know the practical the effects the practical really cool yeah too. the dog when the thing came out of its head oh it's man. just haunting like even without like the thing just them being paranoid you don't know who's who mm. so it's like oh shit like who do i trust like, I like movies that grab you and get you into the movie itself. Like, you're a character in it. Mm. Like, you're there. Immersion. Yeah. Exactly. But, back to you. Uh, so, as I was saying, like, <coughs> the whole fact that this crew is just walking around, you know, first of all, it was the androids' fault. It was so stupid. Ash uh, pretty much was like, oh, you know, it's cool, whatever, you know, uh, that the guy had the face hugger on him. They should have never let him in. Which uh, Ripley actually didn't want them to come back in after they were on the yeah. de the derelict ship, and then you know the thing came aboard, and then the whole fact is you could just hear him crawling through the vents. You know, never know exactly where he is. I mean, the tracker I guess helps, but you know that can only get you so far. And then you know it started picking off everybody one by one, and then you know Ellen was all alone, and the self destruct scene was really cool, and you know it was just. Uh, it's just a perfect movie. I love that movie. And um, Reanimator's the next one I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. You love that movie. Oh, yeah. I love Reanimator. That was a good flick. Yeah. Cheesy B-movies at its best. And then I'm going to get to the most infamous B-movie right after that. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. But um, Reanimator is about uh, a Swiss. Oh, no. I get this on Switzerland. They're not Swiss, right? I always get, like, Swiss and Swedish. I always get those confused. Yeah, I do, too. Swedish people are Swedes. It's Switzerland, yes. you are Swiss. Yes. Okay, so, yeah. He's a Swiss scientist that figures out how to reanimate uh, dead corpses. Or just corpses, I should have said. Dead corpses. <laughs> um, he figures out how to reanimate <laughs> corpses, and he pretty much gets deported from it because he killed his teacher and brought it back to life, and... He was pretty much just screaming, and he had blood come out of his eyes and shit like that. Not uh, Herbert, which is the main character, but the teacher. And he got deported, came to America, and he tried to study there um, in the medical field. And then he moves in with, uh, uh, what's a colleague, I guess? Or, you know, yeah, yeah a colleague of his. And, um, you know, it's a big basement in his new house, and... He kills um, his colleague's cat and then reanimates it. Uh, it's just a crazy movie. It's it's a cool theme too. I really like that whole reanimation type stuff because it's like well, I imagine that could happen in like real life, like with that um, cryo freezing. Cryo freezing. Yeah, but that's not reanimating. That's keeping alive. Is that a real thing? Yes, it is. But cryogenic. But no, it can't be like future. Oh yeah, they they kill you. You it's go not to gonna, sleep. It's yeah. not gonna be like but Futurama, right? Where the guy's like in there for a thousand no. years. Yeah. That can't be real. That can be real. To the, to the extent, no, not today. Yeah, no. We're starting to though. There was a dog that was dead for three <laughs> hours, and we brought it back to life. Oh, that's cool and kind of like wow. I don't know how to really. Yeah, we've we've advanced in technology. <laughs> we do. Yeah, but the three, wow, that's crazy. Three hours. But yeah, uh, the whole reanimation uh, stuff is really cool, and uh, it's just a really gory flick. If you're into that stuff, you want to see blood and guts, and you don't plan on eating or eat before you watch this movie. Unless you're not affected by that, like I am. Oh, you're not. You eat chicken. Oh, no, I can't. I can't eat meat and I then can. watch that. It's I just, do. Uh, it's just... Because there's one scene where, you know, the doctor uh, peels back somebody's head and you see the brain matter and stuff like that. I just can't look at that and eat, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I, I get far. it. I just... I, to yeah. me, it's just... Whatever. Yeah, it's a great flick. And then I'm going to go to the last one. I mean, I have a tons of other ones, but we're going to be here all day if I keep talking about horror movies. Um, Escape... Uh, no, not Escape. Uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space... Well, I the still need shit. to see that. Isn't that the clown? It's the shit. No, that's um killer clowns from outer space. Oh, that's killer clowns. Pennywise. Plan. No, that's that's, that's it, uh, it. Plan Nine from Outer Space is. I don't even think it's arguably. It is known to be the worst movie ever produced, and it's made by Ed Wood, um, oh, an Ed infamous Wood. Uh, movie director back in the fifties, 
who made shitty movies and he knew they were shit because he would never take um, double takes. Everything went, you know, like if he did a scene, that's it. He would be like, perfect, that's it. And then, yeah, he he had some weird um, subjects. I mean, the subjects he went into were kind of taboo in the 50s because uh, Ed Wood was known to be a cross-dresser and he even did it back in the war. Which, you know, if they found out, that uh, that wouldn't have went over so well. But uh, he made a movie called Glen or Glenda, where he uh, plays a cross-dresser. And, you know, for that time, of course nobody wanted to see anything like that. Because it's like, the 50s, everybody's like, you know. I'm trying to think of that. Listen, I don't know. If it, a movie is like particularly like that, back then, people would go see it. Everybody's prejudiced. Yeah, back then, but, but it wasn't. It wasn't the prejudice. It was oh, it was too out of the was, norm. Yeah, but it was. That's what moviegoers want. I don't. Well, the that's movie. That's not what they the wanted. Mo- in the no, 50s, because the different. movie was not well received at all. <clears throat> well, yeah, and it could be looked as shit, but people would still go. Oh see yeah, it. that's all. Every one of his movies are almost listed like some of the worst of all time. It's definitely nowhere near Citizen Kane, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Speaking of which, Orson Welles actually makes an appearance in the uh, biopic, Ed Wood, which is inaccurate because I don't believe he met Orson Welles in real life, who, you know, made Citizen Kane. And he also did the uh, famous War of the Worlds uh, radio um, uh, program. Yeah, bro- I can't think. <laughs> broadcast back in the 30s or 20s. And that scared everybody. I wish something like that would happen today, but everybody's it, too smart. Yeah. yeah. Imagine though. That I was, mean, that was Ebola. Them, yeah. Everyone Ebola. thought people were rising up from the dead. Oh, you I didn't, didn't hear that. You didn't hear I heard about that. that. I heard that. Everyone, I'm like you're all fucking idiots. Everyone, some some random guy pretending to be like an African journalist or like a blogger or someone. Yeah. He's like, oh, they're coming in our villages, and one man r- rose up from the dead. So a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of idiot people are like, oh, Ebola's rising people from the dead. You didn't hear about that? No. Wow. It was big for, like, a week. Yeah. Man, people are really smart sometimes. Mm-hmm. Gotta tell you. Like, we have good medical... Why can't I talk today? I don't know. We have good medical... Come on, something... <laughs> Research, I guess. Medical technology. I don't know. Technology. The medical medical... knowledge. Yeah, it's. I mean, it should be good over here, right? I mean, Ebola can't be that easy to get over here, as opposed to you know where it came from. I I heard it's as easy as washing your hands. Yeah, it is. So I don't Mm -hmm. know why people would really think it's something to be hysterical about. If they like threw up on you and if you opened your mouth sneeze. and just yeah, like if ate you, their throw up, if that's you how you get blood. it. <laughs> if you bathe in their blood and poop, you get Ebola. Or if you even sneeze, I'll run this town red with your blood. One of your orifices, you know. Yeah, you, but then after that, you can immediately cleanse yourself. Yes, but if it gets into one of your orifices where you can't reach it, then you have Ebola. And then it's game over. It's game over, it's man! It's actually game, game over. over! If you catch it early, you could probably get treated. Oh, yeah, actually, um, there's a doctor in New York, I believe, that has it right now. I don't know how that person's Did, doing. I think no, she got no. cleared. She got cleared, right? There was a kid who got cleared. There was, there was a New doctor, York. though. There, there, there were a couple the, people in New York that got cleared. There was a doctor. They were, they were in quarantine. Yeah, and they all got cleared. They, they got cleared. There hasn't been a single case in we're not sure. New York. Sometimes they're like, oh, they have one of the symptoms, so they just keep them. But it's just that one symptom. Mm-hmm. It, they, it could be like a flu or something else. But since Ebola is like on the top list now, everyone's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, Danny, what are some of your favorite horror movies? Oh, wait. I didn't get to finish. Plan 9, and then we'll go to Danny. So, yeah, Plan 9... Horrible actors you would always get. The same people over and over. Tombstones would fall over. Day and night scenes just back to back. Which <laughs> is so... Um, oh my god, words today. It doesn't follow anything. It's not continuation. Yeah, co- continuity errors. Continuity Thank you. Errors. There's plenty of continuity oh, errors. Continuity but errors. the movie is so bad that it's, it's good. good. You need to see Edward. And you need to see Plan 9 from Outer Space. Ed Wood was one of Johnny Depp's best roles, if not the best role. And one of Tim Burton's best movies of all time, for sure. But, uh, now. Grudge, The Ring, Basket Case. 
You fucking basket weeb. case. Oh my god. You what? <laughs> grudge <laughs> the ring. First off, grudge isn't. That's, that's horror. That's yeah, horror. the grudge You're is just horror. Gonna say it's not horror. No, I wasn't gonna say it's not horror. I was gonna say it's not scary. It's a horror movie. We're yeah. doing favorite horror We're doing movies. Horror yeah, movies. I know, but that's not scary. Fucking, that's so what? I don't. Well, not from no, space. because oh wait, it was scary. No, because it, it's that movie. I'm saying I'm going on the fact that that movie scared people. I was oh. never afraid of it. Okay, yeah. just let him have his list. Let him have his list. Let him have. You it. haven't seen horror movies, and that's one of your favorite though. Just let him say it. Well, I mean, because. Just, I like certain types of writing. In slasher movies, I've seen them, yeah, but they're not my thing. Slasher movies have good writing. Yeah, it's just not my thing. I like... I do like some you know, more obscure... Thrillers, maybe yeah, more. yeah, I like more some more obscure type of shit, like Siren, Blood Curse, even though that was also a game and everything, but... Like, the original source material for was really good. I don't know what it is with Japanese horror movies, and, like, they have an affinity for, like, these old type of, you know, Japanese-style houses. With... What was that other movie uh, that you were talking about that you didn't add on the list? Uh, Ichi the Killer? Ichi the Killer. Ichi. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Hell because yes. Because it's Oriental, and it's not our society, and it's, like... A whole nother yeah, take on something grudge, else. That's I know, but like they Japan, use right? you can yeah. notice the tropes. Like they use like this a like a gray colored corpse with like it's a usually a girl with long black hair that typically covers her face until they want to show it and then something Yeah, because like in that culture that's I guess. But like it's basically the exact same looking character sometimes it's hard to differentiate <laughs> one of yeah. them from another but ichi the killer is extremely good that should have been on my list ichi the killer um extremely gory very technical with needles and things a lot of heads getting chopped off in weird ways ichi the killer himself his face is like mutilated and stuff he has metal bars on his cheeks that go in a straight line and then diagonals and there's a lot of there's quite a bit of nudity and usually the people that are nude like have blood all over them from head to toe it's insane the amount of work that went into that film plus there's actually a manga too the manga is really good it's one of my favorites uh up there with vinland saga Zer uh zetman i've said in berserk vinland saga is really good as well it's uh norse Kind so those stuff. are your three? Just three? No, E.G. the Killer is my fourth. Uh, mm, I can't really think of anything right now. Yeah, basically. Those four. <coughs> That's good. I mean... So, next thing? Japanese horror is always, like... It's always good, because it's oriental. It's not our society, so it's cool to see, like... What a, another society thinks of as oh, yeah, scary yeah. and obscure. German horror movies are fucked up. <laughs> Let me just say that. That's I haven't seen... Um, ah, damn. I haven't seen a lot of uh, other horror movies from different countries. Yeah, no, not so much. German horror movies are fucking... Oh, no, I did see one German expressionist film from the 1920s. Uh, actually, I believe it was maybe late 1910s. It was The Cabinet Ooh. of Dr. Caligari. That's a classic. I forgot to mention that one of the best horror movies of all time, and you know it didn't need any killing. I mean, it did involve that, but you know, silent era, so it wasn't as, I guess, effective as it is today. Seeing someone get stabbed to death. But, Actually, but when you're like desensitized to that shit, like if like, you enjoy this stuff, this it's... movie, like the backgrounds, like they really used what they had at the time, and it's just so cool yeah. seeing how they did all that stuff with the different colored backgrounds and stuff like that, backdrops, and the characters were really cool too. Um, it's been so long since I saw it, but uh, the doctor, you know, he's a mad doctor, of course. He has um. I forget the exact term. I'll have to look up. But he brings back someone, I believe, from the dead. And says, Sonambulist, I believe the term was. I have to look up what that means again. But continuing, you know, Japanese while I go look up. Um, yeah, no, I didn't really have much else to say. Like, um, there is... <laughs> Wait. 
<laughs> I got it. Right. You would just Google it right now. What the hell? Yes, it's important. I don't want to sound like a complete idiot. I mean, I already am. You're you complete. Sleep. Oh, okay. It was sleepwalking. Sleepwalking is a disorder that occurs, obviously. So, yeah, that's somnambulism. I don't know. I guess he put him under a spell. But, um. Magic. It's a good movie, definitely a must-watch. Oh, another no, another must-watch. Universal horror. Oh, it's movies. Universal. No, I'm saying also watch Universal horror movies. Oh, Jack the Frankenstein, yeah. Wolfman, Creature from Black Lagoon, all classics. Um, um a new classic. It will. It's a, it's actually a remake. In the making or already? No, it's it's. I consider it a classic. What? Um, the I think 2013 Psycho, with um Elijah Wood. No, Maniac. Oh, yeah, Maniac. I, I get those two confused for yeah. some odd reason. I was just saying, the only remake I knew is the one with Vince um, Vaughn, which was a shot-for-shot shot remake. Yeah. But uh, Maniac, oh, my God. The attention to detail in this movie. It's from a first-person point of view. But Elijah Wood's in it. He's the... It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yes. Uh, you can go watch it right now. I'm telling you, this is perfecto. Perfecto. It's just like a hot, spicy meat the ball. We should probably get moving on these topics. What topics? We've been on we this got, one for a while. We got, yeah, it's the main topic Favorite of the day. This is the spooktacular. It's what? a big, spooky, special. Favorite horror games. We haven't done that, have we? No, we haven't. No, no, is that even trying to move us along while we're still talking? God, Who do you think you are? having a moment. We, we were enjoying ourselves. Well, but now My favorite good. horror game is Resident Evil. The, the first, first one. one. You're gonna go there? I'm gonna go there. Oh, man. My favorite... Uh, I'm gonna have to say Outlast is definitely becoming one of them. Outlast Ass is out, one of Outlast was great. Did you play the DLC, Whistleblower? No, I didn't get to. Oh, it was so good, man. No, I wait. fucking love Nightmare man. Creatures. That was a game from my past that... Actually, it wasn't my favorite, but that game scared the hell out of me, and that's perfect for this topic. But uh, favorite... I'll get back to that in a sec. Favorite horror game I'm gonna have to say is Dead Space, the first one. Actually, although I've never beaten it, I haven't beaten the first Resident I beat, Evil, but oh, although I, I barely play it, I haven't beaten it. I don't mo know much of it. Well, but created Silent a Hill. genre. Oh, well, Resident Evil. But, yeah, Resident yeah. Evil created a genre, but Silent Hill is two. That's always people's. Yeah, Silent Hill two is like the definitive oh, yeah, horror Silent game. Hill I can't, I can't great. play that game, but I love it so much. I can't. Sit there <laughs> and play it by myself. I have to be with someone in a room, lights on. I'm starting to get better with that. <coughs> I'm starting to, you know, really play uh, some games that are considered like, you know, PT, oh my god. I still PT, I did it. on my own, and uh, I, I, with I can't. PT, I had to do with you because I couldn't figure it out. Especially because, like Kojima, I don't want to know. Seems a trip. I don't. I don't want to know what's in his twisted head, so I'm just... I can't wait for the finished Kojima's product. I really can't. God. Norman Reedus, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima. It's going to be... Oh, that's a dream team right there. It is, it is. It really is. I was, the I was, Space Jam. <laughs> this is the real dream team. It's the real good. dream team. Um... What did say? Silent Hill, um... For some reason, I do enjoy pixel horrors, even though, like, their main mechanism of scaring is just jump scares, which, I mean, it's effective, but a lot of it's the atmosphere and everything. They immerse you really well in things, but it depends on the person. Like, if you find it hard to get into, you need, like, those cutting-edge graphics, and you can't do aerial view pixels that well, and it doesn't really feel well then yeah no pixel horror games are not for you you're not gonna like them they're not gonna get their point across but if you can really get into it even though the visuals and the view is kind of unique they can be really good sometimes uh some of them are extremely overrated though i agree but like uh Speaking of overrated horror games, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, Play it for Halloween. No, uh, don't. Bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like, I don't like I know, this everyone, current everyone was of like, like yeah. you're going to sit in the room and look at these cameras and check the lights and the doors. Like, that's the entire game. It's, I don't want to consider the game because you're literally... Sitting in one fucking place, just waiting. I didn't play, scared. so I'm not, I don't really have anything to add. The only thing is, I see it everywhere. 
Like, it's non-stop. Yeah, I, I hate that trend with horror games, too, that, like, once... Uh, whether good or bad, and once no, a horror game... they're making game, a second one! Yeah, once, like... it's that easy. Once a horror game comes into light from, like, PewDiePie or Markiplier or any one of these Let's Players that are popular now, I don't keep up on all of them, but as soon as it gets popular with one of them and they start really playing it, everyone goes out and purchases it. And then it just gets from there. It diffuses. The yeah. people tell those people and those people, and you have people who know, have no fucking clue who PewDiePie or Markiplier is. They're fucking playing that shit. That's what happened with fucking Flappy Bird, and it was the biggest thing. No one knew what the fuck it was before PewDiePie played it, and then all of a sudden you have millions upon like, millions of people. They're not playing it because it's good and scary. They're playing it because it's popular. And that, that diffuses the whole thing of horror games. You're supposed to feel scared. You're supposed to feel terrorized. It can be a really good horror game, like Outlast. That was really good, but it got so popular to the fact that I wasn't afraid anymore. Yeah, plus I've seen. Once you I've beat it, it you like. Times, so yeah, I know everything. It's like you know everything. Like, oh, there's gonna be a jump scare here. Blah blah blah. blah whatever. Like, there wasn't really too many jump scares. It was usually just harmless. No, when I first played it, the first time you walk into, uh, I believe it was like the library or something. The, the, the body yeah, that jump scare was... The body dangling from the ceiling got me at first, but then mm. I really The wheelchair to... guy I knew was coming, and it still scared me. Oh, yeah. Time. It's not even, like, scares like that, but it's psychologically knowing you're going to be attacked and ripped from this little hiding spot, and that any hiding but spot the you can... The game's a total joke now. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, there's yeah. funny moments, like the two uh, brothers or whatever, their dicks are always shown, mm. and then... There's one guy that's like, space, homo, Homos. leave me alone. Leave me alone, space, No, homos. he said space alone, leave me alone, but... Has any of us here played Culture Shock? No. Oh, no, not Culture Shock. System, System Shock. Shock. I was going to say Culture Shock. Culture that's Culture us right now. <laughs> no. System Shock 2, I hear, is always like one of the best of all time. That's also the Bioshock people worked on that, yep. right? Bioshock wasn't space. Rest in peace. Shock. Rest in peace. Irrational games he's talking about. Yeah, I know, but they already nah. started a new dev, dude. They're working on a new game. Complete they, edition's also coming out soon. They are. For PC, 360, and uh, 360, PC, and PS3. Oh, you know about that? for all three games? With all three no, games? No, for Infinite. You oh, get Burial at Sea. I already have the season pass. So. Eh. Oh, so then you're good. I'm good. It just it. comes with all the DLC. I didn't like Infinite that much. It was really. No, I, it wasn't compared. as good for me compared to the first Bioshock. I, I'm not thing. comparing. I'm not comparing the it, first different. Bioshock because it's the first one. No, the first Bioshock was the definitive Bioshock like experience. Yeah, or two if you want yeah, to be the big at, daddy. Yeah, like sequel wise, but I understand what the director Ken. I forgot his last name. I don't know. I really don't. Levine, I think Ken Levine. I really don't know. Um, I, I knew what he was going for. He wanted to make. Art. He wanted to test the um, narrative playstyles of games. The setting was beautiful. It, it, it was all narratively. It was a good game, but for some people, like who, who want an actual game, they don't like it. I, don't, I guess I just didn't enjoy it. The, I, I uh, felt like I was more... trudging through it. Like, the gameplay was so it just. It didn't feel like fun. It was like a chore. Yeah, it felt. Yeah, it felt like not that. for me. All the me way it through, like it was chore. fun. The skyhook was cool because. It felt like a chore. The they game, they were using it. the game mechanics as a force to drive the story. That's what their main focus was: the story-driven aspects, and that that's what but they were I going can't get for now. Through the missions where I'm actually playing, how am I supposed to experience it? Because you're supposed to, you're supposed like me. I get a, I get attached to my characters in my games really quickly if it's good. That is, and you get you get embodied in these people. And I wanted to get Elizabeth out of Colombia. So I was playing through the game, I was trying my hardest, I was shooting, I was having a fun time playing through the game. I don't know. I think it was just something about Rapture that was just hauntingly beautiful, and like, I don't know, the 50s was cooler for me than, um, what was it, the 20s? Or 30s, uh, Infinite? Yeah. Maybe earlier, could have been the 1910s, I really don't know. It had some unique characters, too, and enemies, like the motorized patriots and stuff like that. Yeah, Infinite was more of the story. I just, Bioshock was more of the atmosphere. Bioshock is Big Daddy, though, and I need to see Big Daddy's for it to be, you know, that ultimate Bioshock experience. I do like Songbird as a character. But... I was going to get a Songbird hoodie at Comic-Con, but I'm like, eh. Songbird would be a cool statue. 
They they have statues. They have plushes. Sunbird yeah. would be a cool fucking hoodie too. Honestly, I would pick that. And up. Elizabeth was a great character. I love. I don't know. Elizabeth. Everyone loves Elizabeth. Maybe Troy Baker. The actors did an awesome job, especially Troy Baker. No, both of them really. Oh, Troy Baker's um Rob's god pretty much besides <laughs> Hideo. Besides Hideo Kojima, Hideo, the Hideo Church Kojima. of the, the Church of Baker Kojima and, Baker, and probably Jaleel White. <laughs> Jaleel yeah. White, best Sonic boys, come on. <laughs> Maybe for animated series. What Smith is he another god? Roger Craig Smith does phenomenal voice acting work. He. Oh, is he a bellissimo as you say? He he. If he you can match, him. if you can match. Almost being Kevin Conroy as Batman, you're good. You're sold. Oh my god. We didn't get to more of the I spooky know, I'm stuff. I know, I'm saying, and we've been... What spooky stuff do we have left? Favorite costumes. We've been Are you fucking kidding me? Already. Yes. Are you we're, fucking kidding we're me? We're gonna do the spooktacular right. Favorite, come on. Well, in order for it to be a spooktacular, we need, like, a spooky plot. We need to go around, like doing spooky stuff, and then we have to have pop culture references to, like, Saw and, like, Friday the 13th. Oh, Saw, interesting. Um, it's coming out today or tomorrow. Uh, for the collection? No, 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 the first movie in theaters. Oh, in theaters? Yeah, they're doing that. That's pretty cool. Nah, but come on, you had to have had a favorite costume as a kid, or even now. Spyro. Spyro? Spyro the Dragon. It came with inflatable it came with wings. It came with wings, yes. and I would always like. I'd always wear it after Christmas. I mean, after Christmas, <laughs> after after Halloween. after Halloween, I'd always wear it. Like months after Halloween, I'm talking yes. about. And I'd jump off stuff and pretend Yee. I'm gliding. Yeah. What was your favorite? Oh God, man, the Probably. wizard. Or... If it was fucking Scream, I'm gonna fucking kill you. No, come it, on. It doesn't have to started be. Off with Ghost does Space. it have to I be? Didn't. It doesn't have to be something I wore. Like, uh, yeah, it's a costume. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, I know costumes of stuff that would work. Yeah, but no, where it has to be something you wore. You wore. Right. Come on, I know you had to have had a little bit of a childhood. Probably the best thing I've ever worn. Is... Come on, Probably... get energetic. Speak, talk up. about it. Say it out loud. This costume. It's not game. even good, but it was a good I don't costume. care. The Spyro wasn't a good costume. Right, you think that it, shit looked cool? I was cool? like seven, I think. I had some Navy SEAL outfit that had all the. <laughs> That's what I said, man. Oh. That was the favorite that you wore? You didn't well, wear, like, character costumes? I was seven. Yeah, but. Yeah, I, I was like five! Was the Red Power Ranger, Spidey. But what? From what Power Ranger series? Mighty Morphin. They had Mighty Morphin costumes back then. I was no, also a no, Power it wasn't Ranger. It was, um, I was a Power Ranger, a Stormtrooper. The one that was like oh, a boy. shield. Lightspeed Rescue, maybe it was. I was like in I Back was, then? Yeah, it was no. probably Lightspeed. Lightspeed Rescue only came out in like a 1 or a 2. Yeah. This was like, yeah, around that time. That's when I had it. Was I it? was a red, the Red Ranger from Lightspeed Rescue. I want the Berserk armor. They go buy it. Yeah, it's so job. expensive. It's like we're talking make it about yourself. This is childhood experiences, not now. God, what was I your didn't favorite? have a childhood. I, I had like a Power Ranger. Shut up, Mike's it. talking now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Okay. Before I get to favorite, I have to talk about a good experience. No, you don't. We're, we're talking. Stay on. Stay on I was the Grim it, Reaper Nick. in second grade, and I had a sight. I okay, was that your favorite costume? No. And talk about your favorite Everybody costume. Everybody was scared, and I had to go down to the office. It was a Ew. fiasco. What? It was a Everyone big... was afraid of your Grim Reaper costume? I was the Grim Reaper. So? I was Who the death. fuck is scared did they not, of death? Did, they not, see Grim and... about did death? they not see Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? You laughed with the Reaper. You don't fear the Reaper. I think Grim was just... I am the, the keeper of the Reaper. At the time, Grim was just coming out. It didn't, uh, it wasn't really out. What? Too. That's bullshit. Second grade, I was, uh, 03. I am the So it came out like a year Reaper. late. I think it was 04, 05, Billy and Mandy came out. I believe so. It started to end around then. No, 08, probably, no, 08. or 07 is when Billy ended. Yeah, but Billy and Mandy's been out for, like, a while. Yeah. Uh, you always have favorite to, fucking you always costume. have to prove me wrong. Yeah, final episode came out in 2008. Favorite fucking costume. Yeah, but costume. when did it start? 
It started... 2003. So yeah, it, it was just about started then. But yeah, that was the Grim Reaper. Okay. Alright, but favorite outfit... Um... It's a tough one. I'm probably gonna have to say, uh, Spidey. You fucking faggot. Come on. I felt powerful. You guys couldn't be unique and have Crash Bandicoot or Spyro? Everybody was Ghostface with the blood And I was the only Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. Yeah, I didn't do anything. No, one Halloween I was I was thinking about being Croc. Everyone did Mario one Halloween. Yeah, I know. I wanted to be Croc for the longest time. Oh, man. That would have been cool. Love that game. Like, it, it, the, the gameplay isn't even that fun. I think it's just the worlds more so for me. The gameplay. It was weird. The controls were weird. I don't know. Really. The platformer was really good at what it did. Well, what'd you play it on? PlayStation. It was only on PlayStation. Yeah, but the controls were kind of weird the way you'd have to move. You didn't move fluidly. You'd have to, like... I don't remember any problems. You'd have to turn stuff Yeah. Around. I don't care. Like, it was it a was... fun game. I don't know. I have to go back and play it again. Yeah. I don't know if it'll age well now. I don't care. Probably won't. Just for nostalgia. Doesn't matter. It's Glover so hasn't good. aged well when I fucking play it. Oh, yeah. Glover is great. That's true. Oh, yeah. But uh, I'm going to have to say Spidey just because, you know. Wow, you guys had lame costumes. And I think it was the muscle version. <laughs> One year, my mom had to put, like, um... Yo, Spider-Man's a lame costume, even though I'm in a Spider-Man hoodie right now. It was, because <laughs> I was Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. Fucking yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, <laughs> with the hood and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's now. Hypocrisy at its finest. It's not hypocrisy. <laughs> it is. It's not hypocrisy. It's democracy! No! You Alright, we should be wrapping this up. Uh, shut up. We still have to talk about... Yeah, you don't mandate this podcast! But it's been running for an hour now, like, how are It's 51 minutes, not an hour! This is the spook your roll! Favorite candy. Rob doesn't like candy. Now that's out of the way. Butterfinger. <laughs> Butterfinger? Why? Because it's fucking Butterfinger. What, what about, about it? Do you like the crispiness? The crispiness? Is that what you're going to say? The crispiness? But the crispiness. That's not a word, Mike. <laughs> either Butterfinger or Twix. It has to be either one. Shut up. Uh, Butter Twix. Butter Twix. <laughs> Butter Twix. Alright. Fingix. We uh, want that copyright if you freaking hear us and think that you can make that. My favorite Halloween candy is when old people give you pennies. That's always So you eat the pennies? Yeah. I love yeah. apples with razors in them. Nah, actually, either Swedish fish or Snickers. I'll have to say Snickers, actually. Snickers, definitely. Swedish fish? What are you, like a hipster? What? Swedish fish are awesome. Are you crazy? I'm crazy? Are you absolutely out of your Are mind? you on the rugs? Okay, so... Hmm. I, cannot I cannot stay. We have to go. <laughs> it will not snow. <laughs> Later, losers. <laughs> <laughs>